Hello, it's Friday, June 25th. I'm Daniel Williams, and this is the MGMA Week in Review, where each week we bring you some of the most important, interesting, and inspiring stories happening in healthcare leadership and medical practices today. We begin this week with healthcare advocacy news. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services has notified MGMA that it plans to start distributing 2019 Performance Year Advanced Alternative Payment Model Incentive Payments beginning Thursday, June 24th. Group practices that participated in an advanced APM in 2019 and whose clinicians achieved qualifying participant status by meeting patient or payment thresholds in 2019 should begin receiving these 5% bonus payments in the coming days. CMS plans to publish a notice for any providers that expect to receive these payments but don't so that they can provide the agency with the appropriate information to receive their payment. Last year, MGMA notified CMS of an issue where certain clinicians who achieved QP status in the 2018 performance year, particularly physician assistants, did not receive these bonus payments due to missing billing information. CMS indicated it believes that it has fixed this issue and payments for these providers should be included in the disbursements as well. Also, in other advocacy news, if you missed MGMA's information blocking webinar last week with Office for the National Coordinator for Health Information Technology Head, Mickey Tripathi, you can now access the recording on demand. This 50-minute webinar features remarks from Dr. Tripathi on the key provisions and implications of ONC's information blocking rule as well as an informative question and answer session. You can watch now to gain a better understanding of how to comply with these new federal regulations. Go to mgma.com and see featured webinar, MGMA Government Affairs Information Blocking Webinar with ONC. And to keep up with the latest regulatory news, go to mgma.com advocacy. Our next article looks at how AI chatbots are transforming the healthcare revenue cycle. Recently, MGMA sat down with Brian Robertson, co-founder and CEO of Visiquate, a pioneer of intelligent process automation in healthcare financial management for practices, hospitals, and health systems. In this wide-ranging conversation, Robertson explores how AI-driven chatbots are injecting much-needed change to revenue cycle processes. First, we asked Robertson what are the most significant claims challenges practices currently face. As Robertson said, addressing payer denials is one of their most critical issues. As organizations work appeals, they quickly find themselves using several technology systems to get one claim exception resolved. They need to be able to see all the data in one location to understand the size of the problem 
and spot anomalies quickly. So then we asked Robertson, how can AI chatbots help group practices optimize revenue cycle performance? Robertson said, like Amazon's Alexa or Apple's Siri, healthcare chatbots can perform multiple revenue cycle functions related to billing and claims, including helping revenue cycle leaders and staff perform tasks more efficiently by looking for patterns and problems. He added that revenue cycle teams can interact with AI chatbots to do everything from monitoring cash flow during the day to something as simple as identifying the organization's top 10 Medicare denials for the month. The technology can even retrieve that information while you're driving to a meeting or taking calls. Chatbots are also designed to think critically and will take the question one step further to provide deeper insight. For example, if you ask, what are the top 10 denials for Aetna? A chatbot will present that information through a dashboard and will also ask, is it helpful if I attach all related Aetna appeals forms? Over time, as chatbots help to resolve each claim, they become smarter. They can determine how a problem was resolved and fix problems at scale such as taking cost out of the system. Finally, we asked Robertson how medical groups maximize the intersection of AI and human ability in revenue cycle work. Robertson said, AI chatbots and revenue cycle staff can work in concert quite nicely because they bring different necessary attributes to ensure a smooth billing process. At the end of the day, a chatbot is still a piece of software. The technology can think very fast and crunch a lot of data on many different use cases, but it doesn't have human judgment or intuition. When it comes to claiming processing work, a chatbot in some cases can help an individual triple the number of claims processed while automating repetitive tasks in their workflow. This works particularly well in an employee gain share model in which staff is rewarded for speed, accuracy, and results, like in a practice setting. I'll leave you this week on an article that takes a look at the no jab, no job mandate for healthcare workers. This article comes from Kaiser Health News. Mandating vaccines is a step that ProMedica has yet to take, even as more businesses, universities, and healthcare providers do so. A few long-term care operators, such as Atria Senior Living, operating in both the United States and Canada, and Juniper communities have already announced mandates. Some have been met with lawsuits from workers aligned with conservative groups. In May, more than 100 staffers at Houston Methodist Hospital filed suit to dispute and derail the hospital system's compulsory vaccination decree. A judge dismissed the challenge this month on the grounds that the hospital's requirement did not violate state or federal law or public policy. Last week, the U.S. Labor Department issued a temporary emergency standard for healthcare workers, 
saying they face grave danger in the workplace when less than 100% of the workforce is fully vaccinated. In Pennsylvania, whose population ranks among the oldest according to 2019 census data, statistical snapshots published in April underscored the need for vigilance. Two state agencies overseeing skilled nursing care and personal care homes reported that only half of their workers were vaccinated. COVID was notably devastating to long-term care facilities nationwide in 2020. Some of Pennsylvania's deadliest outbreaks were reported by local media in places shown later to have low staff vaccination rates. A survey by the Delphi Group begun in March 2020 with over 700,000 Facebook respondents ages 18 to 64 recently was analyzed by researchers from Carnegie Mellon and the University of Pittsburgh. They found that healthcare workers were largely leading the vaccine uptake, but there were notable differences over the winter among people working side by side in healthcare settings. Pharmacists, physicians, and registered nurses were the least hesitant to get vaccinated. Home health care aides, EMTs, and nursing assistants showed the highest hesitancy among frontline health workers. University of Pittsburgh researcher Wendy King said people indicated they were receptive to the vaccine if they were familiar with its science. We expected hesitancy to vary by group, but how much they varied was surprising, King said. These were not people who were anti-vaccine, but they were worried about the effect of the vaccine. Still, King said the percentage who didn't trust the government was alarming. If somebody doesn't understand the vaccine, that's one thing. If you don't trust that government, that is a much more difficult issue to address. Keep up with the latest industry news by subscribing to the MGMA Insights Newsletter at mgma.com slash insights newsletter. And if you want to become part of the healthcare discussion, you can join the MGMA STAT panel by texting STAT to 33550. If you have a healthcare story you want to share with us, email us at podcast at mgma.com. This has been the MGMA Week in Review. I'm Daniel Williams. Thanks and have a great weekend.